0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Wise Council Weekly, powered by Athenian Group. I'm your host, Tanyan Farley, and I have my co-host with me, Alex Francis. Alex, how are you doing this morning, my friend?
1: Doing good, man. Good Wednesday. sun's out. How are you?
0: Doing good, man. You know, we are back from our one-week podcast hiatus. Uh, And no, we didn't take a vacation. We actually had a lot going on work-wise, so it was the opposite of a vacation. You know, the podcast is always a nice outlet for us during the week. It Mm
2: -hmm. allows us
0: to talk through you know, some things that are going on. It allows us to provide you, the listeners, some great content. And honestly, for Alex and I, it's a great, you know, point in time to just kind of talk through some of the things that are going on. And so, you know, not having that last week, I'm like looking forward to this week. I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up in the words of Bart Scott, you know, jacked up, feeling pretty good about, (laughs) about this week. Uh, We have another great guest this week. Uh, Some of you are going to know him. Some of you aren't, some of you are going to follow him immensely after this. So that's great. Um, and, and our theme for this week is taking on new challenges in your personal life. So mm-hmm. we feel like we've done you know quite a bit on the enterprise and business side the last several months, which is fantastic and I think it's provided a lot of business to our, or a lot of value to our business owners and those that are aspiring you know entrepreneurs. But I also think that you know if you're an employee right now, if you're you know an aspiring entrepreneur entrepreneur focusing on yourself and your personal development is really key too so i think today's episode will be really good for that um then we're going to move into you know quick hits with managing partner bobby dixon he always has good insight and then you know finally our big three this week is bucket list items this one's going to be you know alex suggested this one alex came up with a great big three this week um it's pretty deep man i actually have i have two ways we're going to go that about that so we'll talk about them when we get there but it's exciting (laughs) stuff so you know, without any further ado you want to dive into game time
1: yeah man let's do it man
0: all right sounds good sounds good so we've talked a lot like i said over the last couple of months about how you know your business can take on new challenges Mm-hmm. Uh, or overcome adversity, whether you seek them out or whether they get brought to you. I would say 99% of the challenges people have faced the last six months have been brought to them. Uh, but right. we want to spend a little time, like we said, focusing on practical strategies for you as an individual. So with that being said, Alex, like, what are a few key things you think of when we discuss someone who's ready to take on new challenges?
1: I mean, first thing I think of is uh, you know a new challenge, just look at it as, a, as an opportunity. And yes, I know everyone kind of wants to think of it that way, but sometimes you got to actually take that word of challenge out of it. Um, sometimes challenge is given a negative connotation and it kind of gives some people like an anxiety type of feeling um, and they have to like overcome that challenge in a sense, but an opportunity is something that people kind of see on the positive side a little bit more because most people view an opportunity as, you know, a way to get better or a way to improve that situation. Um, and then the second thing I think of is how prepared that person is for that new opportunity you know, for that challenge, for that opportunity. If you aren't prepared, you know, what steps can we take to get you there and make sure that you are prepared? Um, Because the opportunity will only manifest in all that it can be if you push your all into it. And like uh, Malcolm X said, the future belongs to those who prepare for it. Um, And I kind of live by that every single day to make sure everything is in order for the next steps to move forward.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I think the thing that you hit on that I'm going to think the most about from that answer was, you know, really it's about setting and managing expectations with yourself to your point, mm-hmm. right? It, it's all about the perspective. If you see it as a challenge versus as an opportunity, I love that. Like flip it, right. flip it on yourself. We talk about like disrupting your thought pattern all the time. I think for me, that's, that's the main point that I would think about is, you know, taking on a challenge is all about how you perceive it. You know, right. we've talked several times about, you know, the, the fear itself or the ideas you conjure in your head are oftentimes way worse than what actually happens, right? If you think mm-hmm. about when you're a little kid and you're like learning to swim for the first time, like, what do you think about? If you think about going to the deep end and drowning, yeah, you think drowning. about <laughs> what actually happens, right? You're like, man, I could just float right. and tread water for a long period of time. So, you know, I, I think about from a personal sense right now, like preparing myself to take on new challenges, exactly what you talked about, right? So I think it's refining skills you already have. I think Mm -hmm. it's learning new skills, right? I think we'd be remiss if we don't continue learning. So I think continue to learn. But I think most importantly, right, is continually like seek out things to make yourself better, right? So whether that's, you know, if you're in your, you know, we're just actually talking about, uh, you know, our workout programs for the podcast. So whether that's, you know, doing a few extra reps or going a little heavier here, like pushing yourself so you're continuing to like prepare for life. You know, when we had Coach K on, you know, early in this podcast, we talked, you know, he talks about, training for life, right? So I think when you talk about training for life, that's physically, that's mentally, that's emotionally. So I think, you know, grounding yourself, so you can be prepared, um, you know, thinking about whatever you need to, to kind of channel your thoughts, I think is good. And then, you know, finally, I think for me, like seeking wise counsel, right, finding people around you, that you can talk about things with you can get experience from, I think is a great way to take on new challenges.
1: Absolutely, Uh man.
0: So I would say oftentimes, I feel like in this area, people have told me that they aren't like born to do this. So I talked about, mm-hmm. you know, like preparing for this. So they're not born to do this or that. It's just not who I am. But like, right. do you think that people are fundamentally like set to either take on new challenges or not take on new challenges? Or do you think it's something they can learn as a skill? Uh,
1: honestly, man, I'm thinking it's a mindset. I mean, I'm thinking, uh, you know, some people... That I've seen out there in the world do amazing things. I've seen people like come home from jail and create thriving businesses in the food chain industry. You know, just from learning culinary skills while they're incarcerated. Uh, you know, learning about people that have turned nothing into something throughout my whole life. So, I think of someone that is says that you know that they don't have those skills. And it's not just who I am. It's kind of an excuse. You know, you're kind of being lazy, or you're kind of being scared of that opportunity. You're not ready, maybe, to jump into it, or maybe to start that endeavor or whatever it may be at the moment. You're still debating about it and trying to find an easy way out of it to not push yourself a little bit more. So, but I mean, it's so many ways, you know, for someone to learn a new skill, man. I mean, hiring a coach or a consultant, you can, you can intern or be an apprentice for someone to develop new skills and techniques. Of course, there's YouTube university out there. I mean, lots of how to's and tutorial videos. So you don't have to be born with it to do it. You just have to, you know, got to have the will to do it.
0: Yeah, the will will and the effort, right? I I think that's spot on. I mean, I think about some of the best leaders that we have in our country today. A lot of them weren't born leaders, right? They were born very good at one particular set of skills and they've kind of grown in that to become leaders. And I think Mm -hmm. that is really, to me, speaks volumes because you think about, oh, you know, this person is a natural born leader. And there's, there's definitely some of that, right? There's people that are naturally born, you know, musicians, athletes, whatever it may be. But there's a whole nother piece of that that takes you from good to great. Right. And I I think that's the effort and the, your ability to kind of grow in that. So I definitely think that people can learn skills. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about, we've talked about public speaking on this podcast a lot, but it's a very important skill to be successful in business. And I think a lot of people don't have that naturally. And so I think working on those skills, working on what it takes to, you know, take on a new challenge, whether that's mentally preparing yourself to be vulnerable mentally preparing yourself to be in a state of learning right you're not always going to be the smartest guy in the room in fact you shouldn't be right yeah exactly and so definitely think you can you can learn those type of skills and you should intentionally seek out those kinds of skills you know but i really think to me the key to taking on new challenges is actually like gratitude in your life. So how important do you see gratitude, uh, taking on new challenges? Like, how do you think that plays mm-hmm. into it? And maybe explain to the people out there a little bit, like what I mean by gratitude in, in this sense.
1: Yeah. Like having gratitude or basically being thankful, uh, for the certain situation or thankful for the opportunity that you currently have, or thank you for the opportunity that being presented in that new challenge. Um, and I feel like you should all be, uh, Thankful in most of those situations, especially when taking on a new challenge. Um, I like to look at the challenges the same way I looked at competing in sports while growing up. Um, just based off of my faith, um, I always felt, you know, blessed and, and extremely thankful for those athletic abilities that i received. Um, everyone doesn't have those natural skills or that natural speed that I was born with. But I always wanted to give my all and not waste the gifts I was given. So I take that opportunity into the new challenges in life as well, as well as the business world extremely grateful for the opportunities and the new challenges coming my way, but I want to give my all to show appreciation for those opportunities and show that I'm thankful for that being presented to
3: me.
0: No, I completely agree. And for those of you who don't know, some of those God-given abilities, Alex Scott was being one of the fastest humans I've ever seen. But I agree that the gratitude piece is key. For me, I look at it as as your starting point. So I think about what what is going to get you to jump out of the airplane, right? To to take that example, right? And, and for me, it's the understanding of being so like thankful and understanding of what I have now and what I have to lose, right? I think yeah. about a lot of people didn't know what a rock bottom scenario looked like. And then in the last mm-hmm. six months, I think we've seen yeah. rock yeah. bottom emotionally, rock bottom financially, rock bottom politically. And so mm-hmm. I think understanding what that looks like, I think people hopefully have less fear of what that actually looks like. And I think that like being thankful for what you have, number one will prevent you from getting that just achiever mindset, which Mm -hmm. will get to a point where it's like, nothing is ever good enough. And you never you never enjoy and I'm not like complacency is is the enemy of progress, right. But I think understanding that, you know, I'm thankful to have achieved this, I'm thankful Mm -hmm. to have this in my life, gives you a foundation to kind of jump from to go after something, because you understand you're like, you know, I have it pretty good right now. I think that you know, what I have is a foundation to go forward and you can kind of grow from that and achieve from that. So I think I would encourage people to incorporate, you know, daily gratitude in their life. That's one of, um, you know, Tony Robbins, like key principles is like setting gratitude every day because that's, that's what helps you defeat fear because fear is the enemy of, of you taking risk. And so I think that's really where people get stuck. And I think that's, to me, that is the key to taking on new challenges really. So
1: I I completely agree with you. And just to let you know, I will never jump out of a plane. I'm extremely catchy at a height, but you know, but our guest, he might, you know are, what I are, mean? He's did a lot of crazy stuff. I
0: was going to say, man, that's a perfect segue into our guest who I think would definitely jump out of a plane. Uh, we'll make sure we ask him that on this, on this podcast, <laughs> but we're going to bring on our guest now who is, Uh, Gabe Baker, who is from The Bachelor, listen to your heart on ABC. He Mm -hmm. was on American Ninja Warrior. Uh, Mm -hmm. He was on Netflix Ultimate Beastmaster. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a recording artist now. Uh, Dude is a wonderful magician. He speaks several languages. He played college football. He's an incredible friend of the podcast and we're super excited to have him on. All right, we now welcome on the podcast. our guest for the day, Mr. Gabe Baker from ABC's The Bachelor's Listen to Your Heart: American Ninja Warrior. I actually watched Gabe do American Ninja Warrior live. It was yep, pretty cool yep, Net- Netflix's Ultimate Beastmaster, current recording artist, former college football player, the Reverend himself, man, how you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm doing good guys. This is so much fun i I, I'm, I always love catching up with with
2: good old friends like you guys so. And absolutely it's a pleasure man yeah man you
1: just brought up that ninja uh ultimate ninja warrior and i remember i was living right by the place where you did it in cyprus and i didn't get a chance to come out there and watch you actually compete
2: oh so you know i i, I actually competed in oklahoma city but i i know exactly ah, what you're talking about yeah i yeah, yeah. was like the year before i did it because I, okay. okay, I, okay. I went i've out to that
1: time but yeah so, we're right around the corner from my house. Man. This is
0: actually a great story. So, it's a so, great story. I can go <laughs> so we, we we drive out. So it's in Oklahoma City. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with a buddy that we played with, Matt Simonette. Shout out, Matt. We're like, you know what? We're gonna drive out. We're gonna see. We're gonna see Gabe do American Ninja Warrior. So it's you know like an eight hour drive probably. So we're like, no worries. We'll take it. So. Gabe's like, all right, they're gonna film in the middle of the night so that it's dark out. It's like part of the thing. He's like, I'll probably go on at X time, right? Obviously, you have no idea in these situations, right? right? And Gabe right. has no, control no idea of what's going on. No idea. We're <laughs> driving. We get past Oklahoma border, and all of a sudden, I'm like, man, like the sky's like purple, <laughs> like something, something's going on. Tornado <laughs> yeah. sirens start going no. off everywhere, right? So, so Matt and I are like, all right, we're gonna truck through. You know, we're gonna get there. So we kind of cruise there. We get there. The rain stops. I'm like, they had. I think they delayed everything because of the rain for a little bit. Yeah, they did. So everything kind of ran long. So I think Gabe ended up going on at like four in the morning. Yeah, it was. It was like almost five. I don't even know how you were like functioning at that how point. in go? time. Oh
2: <laughs> no, I, I was. I was hanging on by a string.
0: Literally quite literally. (laughs) Yes, quite literally. (laughs) I was, I was asleep in the truck and I was, I was getting like text updates when it was like the next, I'd like talk to the sign up person. Hey, (laughs) let me know. when Gabe's like on the uh, deck circle. Also, I didn't know this, but Oklahoma is pretty cold at uh, four in the morning. So I was, I I was in there out there with a t-shirt and shorts, man, getting crushed in the wind, but it was was awesome to see you do that, man. It was, and I'm sure it was a great experience. Yeah, it
2: was, it was.
0: So Gabe, man, I know we kind of talked through that experience, but why don't you you know, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your background, like where you're at now, what you're up to, and then we can kind of circle cool. back. Yeah,
2: man, I'd love to. All right. So yeah, my name is Gabe Baker, as, as was mentioned. I'm uh, 28 years young, um, born and bred in Texas, born in Dallas, grew up in San Antonio. Um, incredible family um, that was just always there for me, doing a bunch of things, my I lead in with this because this is, yeah, very foundational, the kind of the direction I've taken. But uh-huh. um, my parents were in the full-time Christian ministry for about half my life, uh, moved to San Antonio in a couple of years, and they they got out of the full-time ministry, but still were doing a lot of stuff, sacrificing, serving a lot of people. Um, and then me and my siblings, I'm the youngest of three, middle... Older brother, older brother, eldest sister. So we all always did things together. Me and my brother mainly did all sports together. So right. like just like the normal kid playing a bunch of sports growing up um, and uh, picked up the cello in the elementary school and was able to play that along. So doing a lot of things. You know, my parents were great and letting us kind of explore our curiosities. And so uh-huh. coming to college, got an opportunity, got a, a number of football scholarship, uh, opportunities and, uh, took the one to, to rice there in Houston. Um, and definitely one of the, one of the best decisions I, I've, I've made in my life for sure. Um, and so moved to Houston in 2010, um, and was there for about 10 years, um, Whew. played on, I know it's crazy to say that, man. Crazy. Wow, I
0: thinking about that. Is that. that weird? Yeah,
2: I, know. <laughs> I know, I know, I it, know it's, it's a little, it's a little stab in the side. I was like, man, we're getting older we're getting there guys um but this is where i met these awesome guys here we played on the team together um some good and some some challenging years for for sure but some i'd say definitely growth growth years uh bar none um was a environmental engineer major there and um yeah i really enjoyed my experience honestly i i grew a lot made a lot of great relationships and i went through a lot of cool stuff and then Post that, went into the corporate world, worked as an engineer for a while, civil engineer, and then made my way to working for the mayor, the Harris County judge, which is like the mayor of the county. Um, and then jumping into COVID, I'll, I've, I've kind of jumped around a couple other small details, but I, I actually currently live in Nashville um, as of a month ago. And the the turnaround came at the be- kind of right as COVID hit, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but we could I could share more about the bachelor show but that that was kind of part of the shift of like oh man I really want to give music a full shot like mm-hmm. my whole energy resources, almost like I'm focusing on football the same yeah. kind of mentality I'd never done that and like okay I, I got to shift it up whatever that looks like and I feel like God really opened up some doors relationships out here in Nashville be like hey let me let me give it a shot let me move out and be in a new space and and so, yeah, I'm here in Nashville focusing on music, but I also have a, a number of other goals I'm going to be pursuing here alongside that. So, yeah, man, just, you know, just living life like you guys, man. Just
1: living yeah, life. I, I, I hear it, man. I hear it. I see it. I can see the glow yeah. in your face. I can see yeah, the thanks. Nashville sun been hitting you, man. I got, I got some good lighting right here. <laughs> too. Oh, nice, oh my bad. I got Sorry, a nice no, I got lamp. <laughs> I got a nice lamp
2: right here. I love that.
1: Yeah, man, you mentioned, I mean, all of these goals that you still have, even, you know, not even 28 years old, did so many things so far, speak Mandarin, you know, just playing the cello. You've taken on a whole host of just new challenges and career paths. I mean, what drives you to do that? Like, how do you open yourself up to these new experiences? I th-
2: it, it's interesting. I think it kind of started with um, how I grew up. And I grew up in a pretty, I, I, like, looking back and talking to other people, how they've grown up. i I grateful to have grown up in such, like, a diverse ethnic environment honestly I think that had a lot to do with like my perspective on like oh wow there's so much more out there than what I'm used to like my culture or my neighborhood right and so my parents were so much about being with others and serving others and so I think being able to have an understanding like wow there's so many things I can learn from other people um and as my parents allowed us to kind of explore curiosities as kids that kind of just grew that appetite in my, in my, in my life, in my heart, if you will, in my mind of like, yeah, if I have something I'm interested in, why not try it? Um, and, and if I'm not good at it, it's okay. I can just be one to the next thing, but I'm going to learn something from it. And I think that's the curiosity to, to grow, I think is, is that has been that motivator for me to be like, you know, uh, and it's, it's really helped. So, I'll say that I'll put it twofold actually. So the curiosity to grow and then the, uh-huh. and, and the, the interest to want to just connect with more and more people a lot and, and get to know more people.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think for me as well, moving to Houston was a little bit of that cultural awakening that you talked about. It's one of the reasons that I love living here. There's so much going on from, you know, different cultures and backgrounds and you get so it, exactly, you get to see like a different perspective. I think the other thing too, and we talked about this earlier in the podcast was, what I see is a big piece of like taking on new challenges is like really focusing on the gratitude for what you have in your life now, because the fear of like losing that is paralyzing, right? If you're, if you're not rooted in the right things. So for you, when you're like obviously going to move to Nashville or going to take on a new challenge, like what, besides like, you know, your ability to go do the thing, what's, what drives you to go do that? Like what gives you that faith to move forward?
2: I think over time I've, so I'm, I'm a pretty, if you guys do the Enneagram stuff, um, I'm a three wing, I'm a three wing two. Do you guys know your Enneagram? I'm two wing
0: three. Two Two wing three. Okay. I know we're talking, we're talking in code to you, Alex. Um, (laughs) We'll hook you up after this, Alex. We'll make sure we link it it up too for people that haven't done it. I think it's really interesting.
2: It's good. It's one of those personality kind of tests, if you will. Um, But I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. I like the way that it's, it captures like, who you are in a sense, but mm-hmm. so I'm a three wing two, which means I'm I'm like an ach- I'm achiever and slash helper, if you will. Um, and then I think I have a lot of like perfectionist mindset in me, and so I think over time I've broken through this um, this fear of messing up, um, yeah. but then also this attention to uh, really really going after criticism in the sense. So like criticism through. People giving me criticism or life giving me criticism, like (laughs) experiences, like teaching you things. Um, And so, I think your question was like, "No, what's the kind of that driver point to jumping into something new?" I I think of as I've grown to to embrace the idea that hey, it's if it like as cliche as it is, like if it really doesn't kill you, it really will make you stronger if you if you're able to have the mindset that it's, it's going to lead to growth. Like, what, like even if it's something really small, redeemable lesson from a stupid decision you made, it's going to lead to growth, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that's really opened up, the, opened up my eyes of like, okay, if I, c- I can make a calculated risk in some kind of way, it's going to help me grow to whatever level that I, that I, that I want to grow or that I might not know I want to grow to um and i think that's a lot of things that that ends up has has ended up holding me back from making decisions it's just fear um and the fear of honestly putting in the effort a lot of times um and but and and then mostly the fear of like oh not being good enough or not meeting the expectations of other people or uh, the expectations of myself so it's kind of breaking through these constructs that i've noticed that you know have controlled me and i think are, are are really common thing that control people when they make decisions. But like, okay, what is this, what is this on my heart and how can I pursue it? And what are these things that are these fears that are holding me back?
1: Absolutely. And it's funny that you being an engineer and our other guest that was an engineer coming out of school and Reggie Van Lee, you both mentioned seeking the new opportunities, seeking new challenges, finding new ways to, um, you know, find an an answer to a question that's hard and not answered, And you use a new challenge to find outcomes, whether it's good or bad. Is there something that you really wish you can go back in time and tell your college self as someone that's now learning these experiences in your later part of life? Because me, I have a lot of stuff I would go back and tell my college self um, to get me to the next level or to get me to level up at that time that I could have been that, from the experiences that I know now.
2: Yeah, that's that's so good. Um, I loved the college version of myself. I was really happy with my college. I think it was the best I could have done. And I I, I I
1: can't lie. You, I appreciate that. guys.
2: <laughs> and I say that because like, Oh man, I'm such a, I can be such a stickler just like for myself. And the one thing that I would tell myself is to stop trying so hard. Like in my mind of like, and, and not to say like lose my values or lose my convictions with certain things or my standards, or like what I, what I like to do. And you know, the structure that I try to create in my life. But I think I was, I, I got so like, uh, hard on myself that I feel like I wasn't like, I was, I, I was kind of so emotionally wound up to where I really wasn't able to like, just have, I don't know, to, to give of myself more to experiences because I was like calculating and thinking about things so much. For like, sure. Oh, did I do that right? Did I do that? Right. right. I, I think about this a lot when like reflecting on my times playing football because yeah, I don't know if you know, like I've gotten to playing more like intermeal stuff now. And yep. like, okay. it's actually cool to see. Like, wow, I'm actually a really good athlete compared to like a normal person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you don't know, Sam
0: McGuffey running yeah. around, right? Oh, so it's yo. a different story. Yo,
2: hundred yeah. percent. It's <laughs> funny. Like when I'm doing that, you're playing loose, you're, and you're like, honestly, you're 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 having fun, and you're really doing really well. And mm-hmm. I just that was like little examples of that. Like really put shine up, shined a light on the idea of like, man. I wish I would've played as, as loose in my mind as I did now, as yeah, I did, yeah. you know, during right. that. Cause it, it just makes you, I don't know, you're able to like, just, I don't know, have a little you play it, more of yourself more, play yeah. more freely. You can have more fun. Yeah. And I think you could play better when you're not thinking so much. So Absolutely. that's the one thing I'd say it's like, stop trying so hard, stop thinking so much.
0: No, I think that's, I mean, that's a great point. I think for every college kid ever, that's, uh, I think think that's that's definitely the key, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to find yourself, you're pressing everywhere, right? You're pressing your school, you're pressing your social life, you're playing athletics, you're definitely pressing, right? You have others pressing on you. So I think that's a great one to take away. I mean, I think about professionally now, what we do or what anyone's doing, it's kind of the same thing, right? When you first start out, you're definitely trying to impress someone you're trying to figure out what's going on and as you kind of settle yeah. in you know you're talking about you play loose and that's when you play best right that's when you work best you think about your client whatever it is right i think that's kind of how it rolls forward so you mentioned a little bit about you know what you would have told your college self i'm always curious right so for me when i go into a big meeting i have a very similar mindset to what i had before i went to go play a game right as far as focus determined energy like what is your mindset like before you go record a song, or before you go do, you know, a show, or or yeah. do whatever it is you're about to do? Right? Is it different? Is it the same? Do you tweak it? Like, what are your thoughts?
2: I'm actually still trying to figure that out at the same time. But the, so far, where I'm at, um, I actually have my first, you know, performance show tomorrow here in Nashville, Ooh. which I'm really stoked for. So, I'm getting ready for that. Fuck. I know plug. I know if you're out in Nashville, you can come see me play. Um, but uh, I'll I'm gonna probably stream it live on, on, on IG. Okay, so, okay. Um, but yeah, where I'm at with, with recording and doing stuff like that um, is, is again, music is a completely different animal than it is sports or even obviously being in any kind of technical career because mm. it's so like, it's so creatively subjective Um, and so it's, it's even more what you make of it, um, and your perspective and the the approach you have. So the thing I've learned that works best is to know yourself, like know, know who you are and what you want to create. Um, and then just create and then edit later. Like, I think if, if you go in with the idea that I'm trying to create this perfect thing on the first go or on the first writing session, I'm having like trying to write something on my own or if I do like a co-write session with someone else or I'm in the studio, like just put it out there and then you can edit it. Um, cause perfection, I think is the enemy of progress a lot of times because you, you just like, Oh, it's not right. So I'm just either not going to try again because I get discouraged or, um, it's just, you, you kind of overwhelm yourself sometimes. So that's one thing I've come with approaches. So even knowing that tomorrow I'm g- most likely going to mess up. Um, and I'm very okay with that. So, I just know that if I go in with like, okay, this is, I, I prepared as much as I can and I go in and, and just be myself, know who I am as an artist and then kind of put it out there, then I can grow in and edit um, post and along the way. Uh,
1: I think that's Except great. Perfection is the enemy of progress. I have to touch sure. that out real quick.
2: So For sure.
1: I have two part question here. Two part question. One, I just want to know what's next on the gay Baker frontier. Um, you know, a couple of those goals that you mentioned earlier. And then the second one, um, today, well, usually on the podcast we have a big three at the end of each episode, and today's big three is our bucket list items. So I want to know what's next on the frontier for Gay Baker, and then can you give me one or two of your bucket list items?
0: Oh, I love it. Okay. no pressure. We I told no you we were, I, I told you we were only giving layups, and then we we came with that one. So, so yeah, this no. is
2: a good one though. Um, I've I've had a lot of conversations with people about life and stuff, so I kind of feel like I've working on having these prepared answers. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> uh, so uh, a big thing that I'm working on and I'm going to probably jump in next year is, is start my doctorate of ministry uh, degree awesome. at a, 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 a local yeah, seminary here in Nashville. Something I've been wanting to do eventually. I got my master's when I was in Houston. And yeah, I was like, well, what else can I do to kind of grow and, and, and you know, invest in myself yeah. And also invest in the community out here from a giving standpoint. So really growing in my connections out here. So kind of strategizing other ways in which I can like supplant myself in the community. I might something in the government work and might come together eventually too. So like that is a, 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 some two on uh, working goals outside of my music stuff here, which is cool. Um, and so then the bucket list thing. I've had the growing ambition to run for governor of Texas for a while. Love it. I don't know if I told you. I was,
0: ho- I was hoping that was yeah. coming. We, yeah. the people support Gabe Baker. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs>
2: I'll take it. off two votes. Uh, yeah, it really has been an ambition in my. I think that's, um, and part of me, like even speaking it is, or putting it out there is 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 part of the process for me because, uh, I can doubt myself, like, oh, is that really something I want to do, or something? And and I'm gonna figure it out along the way if that's something I want to do. But right now, it's it's something that's been on my heart. Like, yeah, I love Texas so stinking much. I really do. Yes. Um, and I and I I I love. Um, sorry, I can't hear the background. Uh, I it's been great learning about the levers that government that you can pull in government to be able to help and meet the needs of others. And so, being able to do that with purposeful objective and and creating conversations in the community and being that being in that kind of role really really excites me I loved leading and doing that thing so that's what I like to do so that's a huge bucket list thing I have a lot of other ones but I'll I'll stop with that one Uh,
0: I love that And honestly, you know, one of the things I didn't say at the beginning of this podcast, but we've joked about this for, I mean, it's probably been Gabe's entire life, but for at least I've known Gabe is, you know, (laughs) Gabe for president as soon as he turns 35. So this is a good, we're going in the right direction, man. I like it. I I like the steps we're taking.
2: I got six years, six years to get there. 35.
0: But you definitely talked about something that I think is really interesting. And I think a lot of people have lost sight of this in 2020 and with politics in general, which is really sad, right? I think that politics becomes such a commodity that I think what you talked about as far as some of the local stuff you can do to really help people in the community. I and mean, we've seen it. We've been doing a lot of government contracting lately and understanding that you can give back to someone, even if it's making a you know government department 1% more efficient. If yeah, you think yeah. about, you know, there's 300. Sixty million people in the United States that's you know a ton of people that you're helping, so I think that's a great cause man, and we're looking forward to it so tell thanks. us a little about butterflies man what what got Ooh, you to man. write that um, i'll make sure I link that up in the show notes so people that haven't listened it's on spotify it's on iTunes it's everywhere, so go check it out mm-hmm. um, but what was the inspiration for that
2: yeah thanks um, yeah so that's my first single that I released um, at the beginning of this past May, and I wrote that maybe about a year or two ago, and it was it was kind of this this beginning stages of, of me thinking I know how to write songs and like, let me try it. Um, but in my mind, I never really committed to it, but it was a post relationship song. Uh, it was a great motivation, always yeah, through yeah. relationships. Um, and yeah, I was just like figuring out like, why, why did things end up the way they did? Um, and you'll kind of hear the hook of the song, but it says, I wish there were more butterflies. It was kind of a very simple statement and expression. And I actually got it. Um, I, I actually was having a, a conversation with a friend and he plugged that line i was like dude that's how i feel and i'm gonna write a song out of that (laughs) and that's what came out of it eventually and then got some hooked up with a good buddy of mine who helped produce it and yeah and that was kind of like even a a, a statement for myself of like all right here we go i'm out here trying to do music and trying to make some moves so yeah it was a fun song to put together
0: i love that so so follow-up question to that so if that was written two years ago man when's the when's the gabe baker debut album Oh, man. I'm working on an EP. Okay. Um,
2: the, okay. How it works okay. nowadays is if it's, it's, this, is how, this is my perspective of it as well. Yeah, yeah. You, based on your following in the music game, it's better just to drop singles. And yep. then that leads mm. up to whatever you're working on. Um, right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be dropping a, a couple a number of singles by the next couple of months before the year's out. And then I'm going to hopefully be releasing the EP just probably about five or six songs, either by the beginning of next year or the end of this year. Um, and then we'll, we'll see when the full feature album comes out, but I love it. Music okay, is one okay. of those things like time is your friend kind of thing as well. Cause For experiences sure. and relationships can help curate your sound. Um, and that's kind of what I'm learning very quickly of like, Hey, don't try to rush the process to put something out. Like you want to make sure it's just right how you want to mm-hmm. get want to get it there. And people are going to listen to it if they, if it, if it connects, you know,
0: yeah, Man, and I, I like, take it. Yeah. I think being in Nashville too is only going to help that, right? You're around so many creative people. It's new experiences for you. I mean, you talked about it and I think that we've talked about this on the podcast before, which is, you know, sometimes you have to like take that leap and go find yourself like whatever that truly is. And I think what you're doing is a great next step for that. So we're excited for you, man.
1: Yeah.
2: Thanks guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked.
1: Last time I saw Gabe, I missed him by like a couple minutes at an open mic night. So if you guys are in Nashville and can actually make it tomorrow, I would advise
0: it. I would advise it. I I would recommend it as well. I remember actually, you know, a quick story and then we'll let Gabe go. One of the first times I ever heard Gabe sing was actually in our our dorm freshman summer. So we had a buddy on the team. His name was Dylan Clare. He was, you know, playing the electric guitar and Gabe sang along with it for a number of songs. I think the first song y'all did was amazing grace. I don't know if you've ever been like brought to tears by two ginormous men playing the guitar (laughs) and singing in a dorm, but it it was really cool. So man, we're excited for your journey, man. We're excited to talk to you again, hopefully in a few months, you know, when you're settled and and got things rolling and then, you know, We'll be ready uh, for to be on the campaign team whenever you're ready to go for for governor. Oh, yeah. So let us know. Man. I'm
1: already I'm already printing pins, man. I'm, hey, come <laughs> on! That's i do not able to do that anymore, but you know, I, I'm, I'm a printer. <laughs> right. Here for it. I'm some here
2: virtual for it. pins. It'll be like some, some <laughs> virtual pins. But yeah, love thanks, it. y'all. This has been great. Thanks for having me, man.
0: All right, we now head into quick hits with managing partner Bobby Dixon. How are you doing this morning, Bobby? I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing today? We are good, man. We took a week off on the podcast last week to focus on you know some business related things, and uh, I think we 're feeling refreshed and, and ready to roll this week. We had a, a good interview with Gabe this morning, and we're you know, ready to rock so let's renewed dive. enthusiasm exactly man so, so let 's go ahead and dive <laughs> straight into it so you know we 've covered a lot over the last last several months on how businesses can overcome challenges, so really the enterprise level, but today we 're really focusing on the individual we think that you know, people are starting to return to work and I think there's some things that they need to focus on. So what do you see as a key practical skill or learned tendency? Do you think people either, you know, seek out new challenges or take on ones that are broadening in their life?
3: It's a good question, Tanya. And uh, I think this unique context that we're in, you know, sort of adds new dimensions, you know, to that question. And so when you think about uh, where we're at, you know, some people, are being forced to take on new challenges that they otherwise wouldn't have been. You know, think about how a, a bird will just push, you know, baby birds out of the nest at a certain point in time and mm-hmm. they either fly or, or, or it doesn't work out, right? You know, but they have to leave the nest. And I think this this context that we're in, right? You know, uh, and if you go back through history, you know, context means everything. And in this context, I think is going to give birth to, entrepreneurs, uh, innovative ideas and concepts, right, you know, key partnerships and joint ventures and and all these sorts of things uh, that otherwise wouldn't have been the case simply because uh, options were taken away. They've been pushed out of the nest, so to speak, layoffs, uh, financial distress, and all those sorts of things. So those types of contexts birth opportunities. Now, uh, in in terms of how you face those opportunities and challenges and things, I, I think understanding, we've had this discussion on the pod, but both strengths and weaknesses, uh, limitations, right, you know, and and being very self-evaluative and self-reflective of sort of your own SWOT analysis, so to speak, right, you know, you know what do I do well, where do I need to augment or supplement my strengths, um, and, uh, you know, what's the aspiration, and, and what are the resources that I need to kind of mobilize around me, and, you know, maybe it's time to to take out that line of credit and, and and pursue something that's been a passion of yours, right? It's always a risk mitigating concern, but in times like these, you know, those, those mitigating factors, right, become lower, right? Uh, you know, because the opportunity cost is not as high. So it's a bit of a ramble. Don't know if I'm answering your question, but those things come to mind, right? And I think, you know, this unique context that we're in, the considerations are a little bit different, right? It's kind of like, do you go to grad school or not go to grad school, right? Well, in a down economy, yep. great time to go to grad school. Great time. right? Uh, the opportunity cost is not that high, right? right. You know, yep. so in a world where you can be doing everything possible on your job and still for macro reasons, you know, be laid off, have your salary cut, whatever the case is, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to pursue some passion you otherwise wouldn't have at that point in time. So um, right. you know, those are some things that come to mind, you know, Taneh
0: um no i think that's great i think
3: yeah, you called out um, a point that
0: we're seeing all around us which is there are a lot of small businesses popping up you are seeing a lot of people like take that risk and dive out so i think it's you know a, a very cool fundamental shift that's happening in the american economy and it, it's definitely something to watch and you know i think you hit on what it takes at the personal level to do that
1: absolutely and it kind of made me think about what we discussed a little bit earlier when we were discussing gratitude and how you know being thankful for a situation at the time Versus being thankful for the new opportunity that you have coming up, you know, how does that factor into, you know, where people see themselves going when they're facing a new challenge or a new role that they want to take into play?
3: Attitude means a lot, Alex. You know, somebody much wiser than me said, "In all things, give thanks." Right? Uh, and 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 in that, you know, I've learned to be content. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and all things. Now, when you when you sort of um, juxtapose or, or or break those things down, it does not necessarily mean, you know, that I'm content in my station, right, where I'm at today, right, I lack aspiration, but, you know, if for whatever reason my station doesn't move, right, you know, then, then I'm content, you know, with the things I have, the people around me, you know, uh, the place I am, right, I have sort of an internal uh, peace uh, and satisfaction, you know, that comes from you know, non-monetary things and, 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 and those types of things, strength of relationships and, and 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 you know sorts of things like that. So uh with that as a foundation, right, you know, and an attitude, you know, you say, getting back to the first question, right? You know, it's like, hey, what the heck? Right? Let's let, let let's give yeah. this thing a go. Um and um, you know, that that type of attitude, contentment on one side, but high aspiration on another side, you know, sort of drives, um, you know, high performance, you know, if you will, high performance uh, is going to create, you know, lasting results. And so I think, you know, Alex, again, you know, these are good questions as I talk, I realize I'm not sure if I'm even answering them, but uh, you know, those are some of the things that, that, that I think about, right. That um, I'm always striving for the next goal, next milestone, next objective, but, at the same time, you know, trying to be very focused on the things I have, um, you know, family, friends, relationships, faith, and all those sorts of things that keep me grounded, right? And so uh, my personal treasure investment is not necessarily, you know, wrapped up in, in, in these high aspirations, right? It's just wrapped in the things that that I already have. So, I mean, that that's sort of, you know, a guide and compass for me, you know, as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And if I were going to maybe, you know, give somebody advice or even just a personal experience, I would you know, speak to it that way. No, uh, I mean, we completely agree. And we talked
0: about it a little bit earlier. I mean, it's, it's almost the launch pad for someone to be able to go do something. If you don't have like that feeling of gratitude in your life, you know, it, the fear of failure can be so crushing that, that you yeah. never start. I think that during this you know, pandemic. The social justice the issues we're having in the United States right now I think people have seen what rock bottom looks like for a lot of people and I think rock bottom doesn't look as bad as as the fear that tells you what it looks like and so I think people have seen that and so you're starting to see people kind of emerge from that and grow from that so it's kind of flipped to a more like happy and and, and and lifelong subject here you know our big three today is bucket list items um, and so you know Alex and I have our list of bucket list things we want to do or or go see or whatever before you know we we leave this world and so we wanted to you know get your input on you know either uh, you know one bucket list item or a few bucket list items that you have on your list and, and maybe why
3: uh two for sure uh you know the first okay. would be okay. uh, uh pebble beach you know i'm a, I'm a golfer oh, yeah. not that i golf okay. well right. but i like to golf often uh, and so as of, you know, in recent years, I've started traveling and, and putting different courses on the list. So Pebble Beach is on there. And in particular, I'd like to, there's three when you go out there. There's Pebble Beach, there's Spyglass, and, and Spanish Bay, right? Okay. And okay. so, um, um, and stay at the resort. So I, I got it all planned out. Yeah, I just have to get there. Uh, but it, it, it's on the bucket list. The second one would be opposite end of the spectrum. And I'd, I'd like to see the... Um, the pyramids and the Sphinx, you know, there in in ancient Egypt and and, and the ruins and and just walk that whole area. That's always been uh, something on my list. Um, can't think of a third just offhand, but under those two for sure. Yeah. Not necessarily in that order. Yeah. Those are good ones. Yeah. Yeah. I (laughs)
1: like that. See? Simple thing. Simple.
3: Yeah, I like simple it Simple guy,
1: wants simple things, you know, wants to see some good stuff out there. I don't know what the problem is.
0: No, it's good stuff, man. I like it a lot. Well, Bobby, we appreciate the insight today and you know, we appreciate you know, kind of talking through, like I said, the more personal side of, of what people are going through in the business sense. And, you know, we hope this brings a lot of value to people out there. So we look forward to talking to you next week.
3: All right, guys, appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, now let's
1: head into the cool down. So Tanya. What are we reading or listening to right now that can help out with some growth and productivity?
0: Man, so I have been brushing up my skills the last couple of weeks on Python, uh, which is a coding language. So mm-hmm. we have several projects upcoming that uh, require you know our software engineers and stuff to be able to do that. And as a you know project lead, it's always. I always feel it's incredibly important to have a really good understanding of everything that the people on the team are doing. So I've been brushing up on that again to get kind of the latest certification. I, I had one several years ago, but honestly haven't used it the last couple of years. So I've mm-hmm. been brushing up on that. And then, man, I have been from a podcast perspective, I've been on a Joe Rogan tear the last couple <laughs> of weeks, man. He's had all kinds that. of people. I just actually finished a Post Malone episode, which I thought was really interesting. It's four hours long. Uh, which is no one can listen to that in one sitting. I think it's taken me uh, 14 days now to complete that uh, while, you know, I go on runs or bike rides, whatever it may be. So, uh, but you know, really good stuff. I think it really helps. I would recommend anyone out there to look in if you work in it at all, and you aren't familiar with coding languages, um, Python's a good one to learn. is um, mm-hmm. another great one to learn. So I think understanding those is, is really key. What about you?
1: Nice. Uh, lately, man, we've been having a lot of, uh, Bids we're working on a lot of proposals that we're working on, so I've been turning through those from my reading perspective, um, but for my listening, I've been listening to Bamani Jones' podcast recently, um, keeping up with this whole college cancellation of football and Crazy. sports kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I thought that the Pac-12 is like unionizing the entire, like, basically the entire conference with kids from all different types of sports. They're all getting together and just like demanding what they want, what they need. So this thing is is growing a a life of its own. I think it's going to really change college sports for a little while, especially with conversation and stuff like that, as it comes back around next year or if they do it in the spring. So I've been trying to keep up with that a little bit. And bumani has been doing a good job of uh, informing the viewers and listeners um, on his podcast. All right. So big three, budget list items. I'm going to go first because I have no idea what Tanya has on his list. And I think he has like 10 items or something like that. So I'm going to just knock all mine out and then he can give you all his skill on his. So my first one, um, I've had this for a long time, actually, with my best friend, Jared. Um, We said one day that we wanted to go to all the football stadiums and all the baseball stadiums. We met growing up when we were like five years old in Little League Baseball. We've been best friends ever since. Um, he went to college to play baseball. I went to college to play football. And this has been one of our goals and bucket list items that we kept on the list for a long time now. So that's the first one. That's dope. Second one is to visit the Giraffe Manor in Kenya. It's a hotel in Kenya, like or a hotel bed and breakfast, something like that, right? So where you wake up in the morning and there's a giraffe outside. Like giraffes can stick their head in your window of your room. Like you can feed them from your window of your room. And when you go outside to eat on the patio, they're out there walking around beside you. So definite bucket list item. I'm definitely gonna go to Africa, but I have to make sure that I go to the giraffe manor one day. If not, my, my wife will probably kill me. That sounds um, <laughs> sweet though. That might be that
0: might be like a fifth birthday gift for uh for baby Mars, you know? We
1: could do that. We could do that. We might have to make that happen. <laughs> I like it. All right, my third one is uh, my family has a lot of land out on the countryside, and I really want to build something one day for my family to either live in or something to generate a little bit more extra income for them, just for the family as a whole, um, to help out anybody that's in need or medical bills or just regular bills and stuff like that. Um, but that's my, probably the one that's been on my mind for the longest time to make sure that I can build something to help out my family
0: love that man that's that's the dream right is to uh is oh, to yeah. have you know my mom's talked about that since I was a little kid having a compound when we get older and having you know the parents close but not too close you know where you can kind of all hang right, out right? so <laughs> i think it's great well i mean that's a great bucket list i love those man those are solid items so all right let's hear okay so i have <laughs> i have uh i have a bucket list so i have a big three of trips experiences mm-hmm. that i want to have and then i have like things I want to do. So I'm going to do the trips okay, first okay. and then I'm going to do those. Um, so first one is, uh, don't know why, but I think this would be super awesome and I've wanted to do this since I was a little kid as well, is go to Iceland, uh-huh. sit in one of the naturally occurring hot springs and uh-huh. watch the northern lights at night. I think that would nice. be super cool. I think that would okay. be re- just a really cool experience. Um, one of the things you're going to notice about all of these is none of them involve... Having technology with me at any point in time, so think about these all as kind of a reset. Uh, Gotcha, gotcha. The next one is uh, train through Europe, uh, stop in you know every country that I can, and try local food, local experiences, all that stuff, and really try and immerse in the culture. I think that'd be super fun. Um, I know that that's one of the things I wish we had in the U.S. was uh, you know the same kind of train system that we had that there is in Europe. So I think that'd be great to do. And then uh, my last one would be. To scuba the Great Barrier Reef before it, Ooh. you know, before it is no longer the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. So that's that's a little bit time bound one. So uh, I think that's definitely something that's yeah. on my list. You have,
1: no, you have no time. You just gotta get that scuba license. You know, and uh, then no. you're good
0: to go. I uh, know. I can make that happen. I can make that happen. So those are those are the trip ones. So okay. okay. Um, the as far as like, <laughs> things I want to do, so I uh, want to start a nonprofit charity um, that really focuses on, uh, shaping kids who come from single parent households, um, specifically on coaching them up on, you know, the experiences you can get on your own outside the education system. Right. So Mm -hmm. you you talked about YouTube university. I really think about mentorship opportunities, all that kind of stuff and, and really grow that and have a, uh, have a charity gala man i've always wanted to host a charity gala that helps something uh you know that goes to a good cause and Mm -hmm. one that i know where the money's actually going i think that's been my my distrust so i want to be the guy that has one of those so that's definitely in the works um you know for for the people that don't know know? the 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 better man process is coming soon to a city near you you, but i already have the trademark on it so that that's what we're moving on um the next one is, and this goes back to our time at Rice. So one of the things that our head coach at the time always said is, you know, five years out, uh, you know, you're, you you want to donate back your scholarship money. 10 years out, you want to do X. And 15 years out, you want to, you know, donate up to a, a building on campus. So mm-hmm. for me, that's something that I think would be really awesome to do is to have either a building or a scholarship in my name, um, you know, within the next 10, 15 years. So it's definitely something I'm tracking on. Okay. And then the last one is... Uh, and I, this is something that's really come up in the last year and a half, which is I would love to host a project and change management retreat, um, on in an exotic location. So I think about like the project management seminars, the change management seminars that I've gone yeah. to, or that, you know, we've led internally through Athenian have mostly been in big cities. I think yeah. it would be awesome to do one like in Bora Bora, like in a Perfect. relaxed location where people can kind of not only enjoy but have some real conversation so okay, okay. a little sneak peek for the folks listening of something we're going to be doing at Athenian in the next year or so but um I, I think that, so, that's going to be a really you know, cool experience I'm down
1: for a Fiji trip you know <laughs> for, sure. for some work I, I'm not complaining
0: we'll make it work we'll make it work I think those are great big threes man I like that, that a lot. It,
1: man I like you I like you I thought it was, I thought you were gonna have a lot more but I like it I like it. you kept it cool
0: I mean I have I have about six honorable mentions okay, okay. here we're but we're gonna we'll, go ahead will say uh, those Q&A. for offline. We're gonna go, we're gonna
1: go ahead to Q and A. All right. So one, the question that we have this week is, um, they said I've listened to the podcast for several months and have enjoyed the guests you have on, but I realize I don't really understand what Athenian group is or what they do. Can you give the listeners a little background? I'll let you take this one, Tanya and-
0: Man, this is a good question. So this is a, this is very true. So with wise council weekly, we have spent a lot of time focusing on how we can provide value to your business through and to your personal life through our guests and, and through the content. We haven't really talked much about what Athenian group is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's intentional, right? we're not, yeah, true. for us, this isn't, this isn't a marketing thing, but uh, just, background on Athenian. So Athenian is for the last decade has been one of the leading minority owned professional service firms in the country, uh, really specializing in delivering sustainable uh, change for our customers and driving value for them. And really where we try to focus is you know, we partner with big consulting firms and we think there's a lot of great things that those consulting firms can do as far as, you know, the bodies and the talent that they have, but we really pride ourselves on having top tier talent, right? Folks that Mm -hmm. have come from previous organizations as, as executives or leaders, whether that's in the government or or the, you know, the private sector, and then really try to listen to you as the customer, right? We try to have custom tailored result, uh, you know, plans and solutions to meet your needs and really make sure that we work as an extension of your team. I feel like when I, you know, was an employee at a fortune 500 company, I often felt like when consulting firms came in, it was what they were going to do to us and not what they were going to do with us, what they were going to work with us on. So at Athenian, we strive to listen to you and work as an extension of the team. So that's kind of my perspective on, on what we do here, what Athenian is and, and our background, you know, we've worked with Fortune 500 companies, we've worked with, you know, government municipalities, work with, uh, you know, public utilities, we've kind of worked across the board, right, nonprofits, yeah. we've tried to do a, a you know, a, a number of things. So that's kind of my thoughts. Alex, anything you want to add?
1: That's it, man. We're just kind of tapping into some new markets, tapping into some new things that we haven't before and uh, continue to grow the firm.
0: Cool. Yeah. I love that. Well, man, I think this was another great episode. Uh, I love the emphasis we put on personal development this week. And, you know, I think there's really some practical things we can take from it. I think having Gabe was awesome. He's something that is you know, he's not he's not 30 years old yet, and if you look at all the exactly. things he's done, it's pretty amazing all the different challenges he's taken on, and and the things he's learned from it. You know, both personally, professionally, and spiritually. And I think that was great for us to hear. Right, mm-hmm. um, it was great to catch up with him. Right, obviously as a friend, but you know to hear, I think for the listeners as well. And then talking through, you know, what Bobby mentioned as far as you know what you can do to kind of carry that personal stuff into your professional life. I think was great. And then you know, like I said. I, I love our Q and a from our listeners. So keep sending that in, uh, you know, get to us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Twitter, on info at AthenianGroup.us. on our new website, special plug there. We got a brand new website, Athenian group.us. go check it out. It's pretty slick. You can uh, message us directly on there as well. So we'll, we'll continue to take Q and a from there. We got a bunch stored up in the tank. So we're good for the next couple of weeks, but uh, we always love to bring on more. So, you know, next episode we'll be back next week we got a pretty cool guest we're teeing up for that i think it'll be another good one and you know we're looking forward to you know bringing more content and talking to you guys soon so as always take time to breathe and focus on your current situation adversity breeds ingenuity and alex
1: wise counsel leads to sustainable results